PSMCOR has always been to give pieces that would possibly fill the holes in the lives of men and women who are searching for a closer, more intimate, and a deeper walk with God from where they are. Let's talk. Forgiveness and mercy. Forgiveness. In your life, things that you were given, things that you were told, things that you have experienced, just the lot or the hand that life has dealt you. It seems to be unfair, in some cases unreasonable. And some situations or circumstances that individuals find themselves in, it was just outright wrong life and those things. As if you could compare it to being locked up, imprisoned, hindered, held back. The things that resist you from going what you would call forward in your life. That prison cell that you're in has a key, K-E-Y, to let you out of there. Key as in a mechanism that unlocks doors and also key as in a diagram or a picture of a map, a way, but there is a key to your circumstance, to your life, to your prison door. That key is only held in the hands of the one seeking it. You have the key. That key is called forgiveness. You have that. But the tricky or the part of a forgiveness that seems to be, or, or, or let me say not seems, that has eluded so many and escaped so many in their understanding that forgiveness, just like so many other things, that key is a place inside of you. That place inside of you is that still small voice that needs to communicate with its creator, the one that formed it, the one that made it. And in that point of communication, the key can be utilized, the K-E-Y that unlocks the door. But we must first follow the K-E-Y that guides us to where that K-E-Y that unlocks the door is to our forgiveness, 
outside of our access or our path out of the prison cell of called life, frustration, or whatever you call it at this point. For godly sorrow leads you to repentance. The key is to follow the thing that God is drawing inside of you. Now, it's not as if you can just say, okay, and I'm going to do it. But it's when you say, okay, and when you set your eyes upon the path that the Lord has set before you. For thy word is a lamp unto my feet, and you lift up your eyes after you look at your feet, and a light unto my path. That path leads to the open door. And that open door is at a place called repentance. The path to get there is a, I guess we can say a fuel, a inspiration, a combustion that comes from sorrow toward the one the light exposes and the path leads you to. And the instruction in the word explains to you and describes to you so you know what you're seeking after and you're looking toward. On one place it said looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. He established the path, the K-E-Y, the map. And he gave unto Peter, the K-E-Y, keys to the kingdom. And the reason I'm utilizing K-E-Y is because we're just talking about one key today, and that's forgiveness. Just one key today, and that's forgiveness. Once you follow the path that sorrow, godly sorrow, sorrow toward God is leading you to, you'll arrive at a place of an altar. And at that place of an altar, you will be real. At that place of an altar, it will be so secluded because it will be a place that the inner you have taken you to. And you find that that inner place is a place of rest because it is in that place that you find God where he rested in a certain place. And that place is called repentance. A place of turning, a place of restoration of communication that was broken, a place of repentance. And as you turn after that conversation, your heart then begins to melt, so to speak, or unload or unravel and as it does so you begin to see that there was no way that you could have gotten yourself out of the things that were holding you bound as your heart begins to unfold and spill before the one who was at that altar called repentance your heart which is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked can only stand up in the face and in the light of the truth And your experience begins to take you into a place of humility, a place of humbleness, a place of awe and reverence to the one who you now realize brought you through. That the struggles to get to this place called repentance 
the scars that you've brought to this place called repentance, the pain that you've brought to this place called repentance, the loss, both physical and spiritual, that you've brought to this place called repentance is there sacrificed because in his presence there is fullness of joy and at his right hand the hand of authority there are pleasures forevermore your ambition changes your desire changes your want to changes at this place called repentance there's a washing that takes place at this place called repentance there's a changing that takes place at this place called repentance that sorrow of a godly sort sort has brought you to and you're so sure that it is that godly sorrow that brought you there and you know it because you're there and these things take place that you open and you let your secrets go to him the things that are holding you bound the things that are frustrating you the cares of this world and this life that are beyond your control beyond your grasp beyond your understanding you give to him and you leave it there and he consumes it and he embraces you and by the time you find the strength to say I can face it again because I'm renewed you recognize that those old things were consumed at that altar that you left them at of repentance and now you look at everything and it's new to you because now you're walking with your eyes spiritually open and you have a K-E-Y to continually guide you to the next K-E-Y that will unlock another door The importance of forgiveness is beyond any other accomplishment or plateau or achievement because it's beyond this world. Forgiveness gives you the power and the strength to face day to day because the forgiveness that you're experiencing and that you're embracing and that you found your liberty in, you've recognized that it's not just the act, but it's the one who engaged, assembled, and completed the forgiveness. And that's God. For he that cometh to God must first believe that he is. And he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. There's no greater reward than the reward of leveling up, enhancing, building your most precious thing. And that's your faith in God. So when mercy comes the next day, mercy is your friend. Because mercy says, oh, here's a forgiven one. Who knows?
the God of all mercy. And who is willing to allow that mercy that has been afforded to them and that captured them can be utilized in the journey of seeking others that that mercy could be extended via their vessel, via their experience, via their life, via their walk. And mercy is explained and distributed and manifest through kindness. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Blessed are the kind, for they shall obtain kindness. Is everybody mean to you? Just keep being kind. Because the kindness that you'll reciprocate will come from places you won't even imagine. Hence, you're to be mindful of strangers, for some have entertained angels unaware. Angels, spiritually speaking and naturally speaking, manifestation is men and women just like ourselves and spiritually because of the ability to go from place to place and be where you're going to be because of the knowledge and the foreknowledge alone that God has. But be mindful that the kindness that you're looking for and the message to continue on and the strength and encouragement may come from some unimaginable places and at some of the oddest times. But don't count it strange. Because it's a promise. Blessed are the merciful. So you offer it in a blessed sense, in a blessed state, because you know where it comes from and whom it comes from. So allow today the path that you are, that you're on. Your experiences, your trials, your 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 past tribulations, your the battles in life that you've been through, the storms. Allow them to guide some of your decisions today. Take the wisdom that you've learned through the scars that you've accumulated throughout life, both physical and spiritual, both seen and unseen, and utilize them as markers as you move along. So some of the scars that you've uh, obtained over the years will be utilized as guides, not just for yourself, but for others, others as well. Because ultimately you're a fisherman, you're a witness. You're co-laborers in this vineyard. So you have to utilize some of the things that maybe you despise or some of the things that you have said, I never want to remember that or talk about that. Some of those experiences filtered through mercy, forgiveness, and the wisdom of the word of God in your life. It will work for your good, for all things work together for the good. To those who are in Christ Jesus that walk 
after the spirit and not after the flesh. How do you walk after the spirit? You allow that spirit that granted you forgiveness and mercy in light of all of the knowledge and understanding that that spirit has about you, past, present, and future. The eternal knowledge that it has is forgiven you. It's forgiven you. So allow that to be your motivator when you don't want to. When the storm or that ugly serpent raises his head and whispers in your ear something negative or something that's detrimental to the whole, remember, he that delivered me, he that promised me, the God that I serve is able to keep himself or keep us or keep that which he has committed unto himself. And his word would not return to him void. There's a work to be completed. He's chosen you. He didn't give another the authority to choose you. He chose you. For while you were yet dead in sin and trespass, he chose you. He chose you. And he chose you with his eyes wide open. Forgiveness. Forgiveness. We're going to break this up in a couple parts, but forgiveness is something that you can extend to your brother and to your sister, to your mother, father, aunts, uncles, your relatives, those that have done you wrong. For it is forgiveness that not only unlocks the prison door for you, but it unlocks the prison doors for so many more. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. The power of forgiveness can only be extended from someone who has experienced forgiveness. Your experience of forgiveness and your desire and understanding of forgiveness is a motivator to forgive. Why? Because you love speaking with your father, the communication with the forgiver. The communication with the forgiver needs to be open because the forgiver is also the redeemer. So after he forgives you, and that door is open. He redeems you back to himself. So why not want to introduce others to your redeemer for my redeemer lives? Why and where on the other side of forgiveness? So we utilize and we exercise that authority. There's that word Acts 1 and 8. That authority that he's given us. What is that authority? The authority and the power to forgive. How is that authority displayed to others? Because we speak it boldly and in his name. See, just the very act of forgiveness shows you had to humble yourself in another place. Being forgiven and, forgiven and the boldness 
to speak of that forgiveness only comes from a place of given authority. You speak under the authority of the name of the one at the door doing the forgiving and redeeming. And his name is Jesus. You were never meant to be that door. He said he's the door. But you're the one that guide people and explain and talk to people on how to get to that door. You're the one that show people in your life and in your day to day living and how you communicate and interact with people the importance of getting to that door. And you're the one that shows the bliss, the reward of taking that journey to the place of forgiveness, to an encounter at the altar of God where your redeemer buys you back. See, he came to seek you. I know people say just those that were scattered abroad, he came for the lost household of Israel, but it was a reason. It was a reason. See, the scattering brought the knowledge of to different places. The scattering brought realization to what others that were scattered already it brought realization to them of God. See, he needed the few to come to convert the world. An evil world. I send you a sheep amongst wolves. But what gives you the strength to continue on other than forgiveness? Because along the way, your attitude will change. Your mind will fluctuate. You will act a certain way. Some, For some, you may be weird. You may go up and down. Your Things are going to affect you just as still. But when someone asks, how do you continue on and, and how do you do it? I know in whom I am. For my Redeemer liveth. I know in whom I place my trust. And I know that I can come boldly in my times of need. That's what continues, or that's what keeps, or that's what fuels, or that's the inspiration, or that's the wind beneath my wings. No, it might not always be beautiful to the world, and people probably won't always understand, and you know, the quit mechanism may always come around and, you know, things may always present themselves at you. But it doesn't mean that your Redeemer has stopped living. It just means that you need to continue on. Because faith comes by hearing. It's coming and hearing by the word of the Lord. It's coming along your path. It comes continually. To build up your most precious and holy faith. To continue. In this battle. Forgiveness. Today let that be your word. Please. I know when you. You go through it's hard. Or people do you wrong. That you feel and it's hard. There are encounters that you feel like. Man it's beyond the. The scope of forgiveness. 
but nothing's too big for God. Nothing's too big for God. All things work together for the good to them that love God and are the called according to his purpose. So to accomplish his purpose, you would trust in the spirit in those hard times. Why? Because you're walking according to the spirit. The flesh don't understand. The flesh says, you know what? I want to get you back. The flesh wants to retaliate. The flesh wants what it should get. The flesh feel like it's been done unfair, but you're doing the purpose of God. You were called according to his purpose. So now you're going to allow the spirit to guide you when the flesh say, Mm-mm, this isn't right. For the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Just continue on and trust in him. PSMCOR, changing our reality. Hey, we're on every platform that there is out there that I can see as far as it stands right now. So please share it on any platform that you use it on. Uh, you can look for it on any one of the uh, podcast platforms in your area or on the web. Just type in PSMC.O.R and it should come up and be available. Tell your uh, friends about it. And maybe there are some other topics that we can, you know, talk about or some other challenges or maybe some other obstacles in the lives of those around. And when you share it, please ask them to listen to the whole thing and listen for other things. And if they have topics that they want to talk about or things that are pressing them, give us a shot at it. You know, no hocus pocus. Hopefully we can come together and share things that will guide you out of there or guide you through, whether it's your marriage or whether it's your children, whether it's your church, whether it's your just day-to-day walk, whatever it is, there are principles in the word of God and from life that God has allowed us to experience that we may can, you know, extend or offer or advise to help you through your next moment. All right? Because that's what it's all about. We're not speaking just to speak. I hear a lot of different channels and and things out there, podcasts and everything else. It's not here to debate with any one of them. It's just to point solutions out instead of problems. Point to the one that has the solution and where it can be found and has always been versus just exposing wrongs or just making people aware of things to scare them that they have no control over. You know, we have a lot of people who are, you know, You know, they like to fascinate people or they like to, you know, just give out a bunch of information and not realizing that that information given out is just polluting the minds and the direction of so many. And they themselves are just as lost just because they have a mic and a channel and means to distribute doesn't mean that you should be listening to it. Or if you are listening to it, listen to it with a point of view listen to it with filters and those filters can only be established when you see O R talk to you next time